0: Hello! I'm Tresha Puma Podcast. And you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode...
1: So I hope that this does not bring up your optimism about recantation being the magic pill for innocence.
0: We talk about why Senator Laila de Lima's case took center stage at the recent UN Human Rights Council in Geneva, Switzerland, and another concern international rights experts have of the Philippines, which is the length people are detained, even without being convicted of any crime. Experts at the United Nations Human Rights Council are concerned about many issues when it comes to the Philippines. There's the implementation of the Marawi Compensation Law for those whose lives were disrupted by the siege in 2017. There's child trafficking. There's the shutting down of media outlets. And there's the abuses that occurred during the war on drugs. On the long list is the continuing incarceration of former Senator Laila de Lima who, just a few weeks ago, was taken hostage by another inmate who had been trying to escape.
1: I remain concerned at reports that the former Senator Leila de Lima has been detained since 2017 following the expression of opposition to the implementation of anti-drug campaigns.
0: That was Chang Rok So of the Human Rights Committee. This is a group of human rights experts that monitors how UN member states are doing in terms of protecting and promoting the civil and political rights of their people. Last week, they met the delegation of the Philippines, led by Justice Secretary Boing Remulia, to talk about their observations and ask the government about its actions in this regard.
1: I note that recently, in August 2022, the Office of Ombudsman dismissed the bribery complaints against the Lima, citing inconsistencies in witnesses' testimonies. Several witnesses retracted their allegations, saying that they were coerced and threatened by the police and high-level government officials to implicate her in in illegal drug trade.
0: Christopher Arif Bulkan, another member of the Human Rights Committee, had words to say about how long she's been detained.
2: I'm sure you will agree with me that five years is a completely unacceptable period to be imprisoned pending trial. There are such delays of half a decade normal? If not, why is Senator Lilima's trial taking such a long time? The situation is even more alarming, given the information we have that two key prosecution witnesses have recanted, seeing that they were coerced into testifying against her by officials in the previous administration. Now, this strongly suggests that the charges against the senator have been fabricated because of our outspoken criticism of the former president.
0: At another event at the U.N. headquarters in Geneva in early October, a number of Filipinos advocated for De Lima's
2: release. And I'm calling on the United Nations Commission on Human Rights to really please help. Gather your energies and forces and influence to really pressure our government, our people, and the international community to free this beautiful, powerful, patriotic, and really just
0: woman who is now in prison. That was Father Albert Alejo, Lima's spiritual advisor. They met when she was still chairperson of the Commission on Human Rights when he had asked the CHR to investigate the abduction and killing of a missionary in Tawi-Tawi. While he was living in Davao, he also saw how she probed into the Davao Death Squad, which supposedly killed petty criminals, drug dealers, and even street children in the city. Senator Risa Ontiveros also gave her message via Zoom It is an abomination for her to still be behind bars for five years now. It is especially absurd that she is still in detention when there have been three recantations of witness testimonies, testimonies that were allegedly crucial in the charges against her. In fact, one of the witnesses said that he made the allegations against Leila because he was coerced by former Department of Justice, Secretary Vitaliano Aguirre. Another witness said that the police threatened him and his family if he didn't implicate Leila in the illegal drug trade during the investigation. But Secretary Remulia quickly made the government's position clear when it came to the De Lima's detention.
1: There is an allegation of the violation of a right to a speedy trial. There are recantations that point out to a sudden conclusion that there is a fabrication of evidence. I hope to disabuse your minds, but as a lawyer, we have to look at these cases objectively. She has been there for five years because she is charged. She has two cases pending right now for drug trafficking. One of them is already her turn to present her evidence.
0: Remulia reasoned that the pandemic caused many things, including the Lima's cases, to be delayed.
1: In the case where her defense evidence is pending, that is the case where there are recantations that she wants to present as her evidence-in-chief. In In our legal system, recantations of statements or testimonies are frowned upon by the courts, by legal tradition. So I hope that this does not bring up your optimism about, about recantation being the magic pill for innocence.
0: He was also suspicious of the timing of the recantations.
1: Because the recantation was done... Through media on April 30, nine days before the elections were held in our country, and she was a candidate for office, there was an attempt to present the recantation in court. But of course, because the person who is recanting is a witness for the prosecution, the prosecution has a right to question the person's recantation. She will have her turn to present this recantation if the person does recant.
0: How long Delima has been behind bars without being convicted of any crime was a clear illustration of another issue rights experts at the UN hoped our government would do something about. Here's Mr. Bulgan once more.
2: The committee is concerned as well about the endemic practice of pre-trial detention in the state party. Information received indicates that 75% of prisoners are those in pre-trial detention. Information is as well that this remand population of persons in pretrial detention doubled between 2014 and 2018. It's estimated that pretrial detention periods last an average of 528 days, which is almost two years before the trial is held.
0: Mr. Bulkan
2: stressed, When pretrial detention periods runs into months and even years, as we are seeing, that has the potential of Running afoul of the presumption of innocence. In other words, people who might be innocent end up serving their entire sentence without a conviction.
0: In response, court administrator Raul Villanueva said that there were rules in place to prevent delays in trial and lengthy pre-trial detention. He added that they had released almost 150,000 persons deprived of liberty as of August. But it wasn't clear from when the count began. Secretary Remulia acknowledged that bail was one of the factors in the issue.
1: I have discussed lengthily with the Public Attorney's Office the issue of bail. As uh, this problem of bail is really one that is probably synonymous with poverty. Because not all cases are bailable. But even for cases that are non-bailable, if the evidence of guilt is not strong, the persons can still avail of bail. But uh, it is sad to note that a certain percentage of those who are detained right now could have been bailed or could still be given bail. But except for reasons of poverty, they are not able to get bail. Then uh, we're looking at other ways to release these persons. And right now, crowdfunding, crowdsourcing uh, for funds for bail is one aspect that we wish to bring in.
0: And days before that, Remulia declared to the 193 members of the UN that they were serious about human rights at the DOJ and that Filipinos would soon see quote-unquote real justice in real time. He committed to regular releases of persons deprived of liberty, 5,000 PDLs out by June 2023. Whether they will see real justice remains to be seen. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka News. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Preska Pistrano. Thank you to the Universal Rights Group and the permanent mission of Denmark to the UN in Geneva for making our coverage of the 51st session of the UN Human Rights Council possible. Follow Teka Teka News wherever you listen to podcasts. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Maraming salamat po.